0: Today is Monday, August 20th, 2007, and you're listening to episode 46 of the Taylor Merrick podcast sponsored by GoDaddy. Today you'll learn Does Marriage Strain Finances, Employee Manual, and mail. To the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of taylormerrick.com located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello everyone and welcome to the Taylor Merrick podcast. A special welcome if you are a new listener. Quick reminder, if you haven't already subscribed to the feed, so you can stay updated with the latest in the Taylor Merrick podcast when the recent episode comes out. Not to mention the blog posts that go on in between the show episodes. And if you need to contact us at any time, you can call our toll-free number 1-866-TMP-2860. There's plenty other navigation options on the com website that I encourage you to go and check out. Don't forget about the reviews that are going on. We have several going on right now, podcast pickle review and the 100k play review going on you'll either win a ipod or you will win $100 choice is up to you full details are in the show notes and on the website as for today's episode episode number 46 the tailmark podcast sponsored by godaddy today you'll learn does marriage strain finances for business you'll learn about employee manual and for technology you'll learn about umail Are you looking for a place to get a domain name or web hosting? Well, then look no further. GoDaddy is the answer to all your questions. They have 24-7 technical support, reachable on a phone. They have best domain name pricing you can find anywhere. They have everything and anything that you need to make and get and keep your piece of the internet and make your piece of the internet successful. And when you go out to GoDaddy.com to purchase your domain names, why don't you use these two codes to help you save next time you purchase? And when you're in a checkout line, you have your web hosting order ready for when you're getting web hosting through GoDaddy. Use the code POD11 to save 10% on that or just in general buying a domain name or anything else, use the code blue 11 blu B-L-U-1-1. Try GoDaddy today, own your piece of the internet, and save. I hear the question that might come up every so often that's relating to marriage, and while I'm not promoting myself to be an expert, this is some information that I've picked up along the way listening in on... Conversations and such. And the myth is that marriage puts a strain on your finances. Now, that is not true. Marriage gives you a much larger pocketbook. The longer people stay married, the more wealth they accumulate compared to singles or cohabitating couples. Now, on average, a divorce causes a child's standard of living to drop. And if it's middle class, the drop's even larger. Obviously, the longer the marriage lasts, the greater the family wealth children enjoy. When a marriage ends, the same processes that work to build a family wealth now work in reverse to train the bank account. Now, it's clear, getting and staying married is by far the best strategy for accumulating assets. And so that's and a couple, did you know that marriage can help you build more wealth? In fact, it's one of the best strategies for accumulating assets. While I don't don't totally agree with that last statement, still, it's something to sink on. And now that myth is busted. That marriage does not put a strain on your finances. It's the exact opposite. It improves your finances. So if you have any questions on this, or if you want to give your two cents on this topic, call toll-free 1-866-TMP-2860. That is it for finances. We will be right back with business. This show is a proud member of the Financial Podcast Directory. You can find this and other financial-related podcasts dealing with your personal finance at FinancialPodcastDirectory.com. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can find this and other fine podcasts at Blueberry.com. That's Blueberry without the E's. For business today, I was looking around And I found that there's a guide to creating an employee manual. And that link I'll have up in the show notes. It's actually very nice because this relates to the BI triangle that I talked about way in the beginning of my show when it first started about one year ago. It was uh, last year, November 2006, October, November, around there. Talked about creating a manual, either indirectly or directly. I can't entirely remember, but this this is very important. If you're a small business and you plan on expanding into employees, you need a manual. And remember, it's a system, a system. This is just one part of the system. It's actually a very helpful system rather than having. Your employee constantly asks you, oh, do I do this? Do I do that? Well, look at the manual. I think I even mentioned it a couple of other times about the importance of having an employee manual. And not to mention a well-done employee handbook can protect both you and your workers. Now, when your business is small, making sure workers know all the policies, processes, and rules is easy as your company grows you need to put your operational procedures in writing. Now here's a couple things you need to consider in developing an effective manual for your workers. 1. Decide on the content. 2. Find an expert to actually create the manual or if you have the resources create it in-house. and 3. Review it for accuracy and legality. Now decide what the manual should cover. At the very least you need to Bell out policies regarding hiring, firing, workplace decorum, company benefits, privacy, performance appraisal system. While no manual can be totally comprehensive, individual workers' needs will undoubtedly produce circumstances that aren't in your guide. You can, however, create handbooks that cover situations. Just try to cover every single angle in your manual so that if a any question that you think that employee might ask, it's already in the manual. Now you could outsource the publication. If you're not an expert in labor law, human resources, or employee regulations, you might want to hire a specialist. Or you could do it yourself with computer software. You could also get a legal opinion, making sure the final product is reviewed and approved by your company attorneys. You want to make sure that your handbook language does not create a de facto employment contract that will make it difficult for you to fire or hire or any other things. Now, just remember this. Here's a couple other tips. A manual is not set in stone. Policy adjustments can and should be made as your company situation changes. If you have a company attorney, be sure to run by it by your attorney You can save printing costs by putting your employee manual on your company's intranet or making available at your website with secure company-employee-only access protections, but if you want to use paper, that's fine. Periodically remind your workers to refer to the manual, obviously. And make sure you get a signed employee acknowledgement of receipt of the handbook. Worker does not have to attest to reading it, but that he or she has received it so that they can start reading over it and you can start recommending them to that very important if you plan on growing your small business out of the that realm and more into big business is having a manual and by all means if you have questions if you have comments if you have ideas i'll be glad to hear from you call it in toll free 1866 TMP 2860 you can also catch me using the contact form on the Taylormark.com website and I'll put it in the show and explain a little bit more about employee manual if you need that or any other topic that you talk about set it for business. We will be right back with technology. This podcast is proudly listed at the best podcasting directory on the internet, podcastpickle.com. We now return you to your regularly scheduled download, already in progress. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, a proud member of podcasterwhoswho.com, the who's who of podcasting. This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. As for technology, it's mail. Now, you might be... Wondering, what you U-mail? Well, some of you might know, some of you might not. I actually heard about this today. As I'm recording it, today, August 20th, I heard it. Where did I hear it? Some news channel. NBC, I think. We're talking about the CEO of that. What you U-mail? Well, it's simple calls you don't answer get forwarded to email instead of your current wireless voicemail. And you can customize how that voicemail sounds based upon the caller ID. For example, say a telemarketer is calling, you could have it, the voicemail say, I'm sorry, the number you've dialed is invalid, please hang up and try again. Or if it's your parents, you can say, Hello, Mom and Dad, Sorry, I can not get to the phone right now. Please leave a message, and I'll get right back to you. Like that. And it, it has to have a caller ID. Now, if it doesn't, it's going to be sort of difficult to have a personalized message. But if the person calling you has a caller ID, it can definitely be customized as to how the voicemail will sound. There's uh, (laughs) plenty of voicemails to choose from. Not to mention, I think you can make your own. Uh, One of the recent ones. Simpsons movie, Spider Pig. Yes, that's a voicemail that you can choose. And you might be wondering, "Mm, this might sound interesting. Well, go over to YouMail.com. That's Y-O-U-M-A-I-L.com. And you can look at it. Now, the cost is that it's, uh, no cost. And you might be wondering what's the catch. Is you mail really free? Yes. Umail does not charge for its basic service, nor does it intend to. Our users can avoid or minimize any changes from wireless carriers by having a nationwide calling plan and or text messaging plan. Now, is sign-up easy? Well, their users say it's, Faster and easier than a current voicemail. Sign up is easy and you're up and running in a couple of minutes. And you can also store voicemail messages over on the internet. You can access it whenever you want. It's not sitting in a on the phone and you have to access it at between this certain like fifteen-day period. This hangs on forever. Now what if you don't like Umail? Well, it's very easy to switch back to your old voicemail. And any voicemail in your old mailbox will be untouched. And get this. If you don't like Umail, we're happy to give you your money back. Well, actually, we don't charge. But it sounds good, doesn't it? And I'll be he- linking to a video that'll talk more about Umail. And you can also try it now. It's absolutely free. You can... Uh, use it for families, for salesperson, you can impress your prospects, you can have uh, bilingual people, travelers, it's very interesting, and I'm quite surprised it's free, I and the Alexa ranking is 92,157 by on August 20th, so very interesting, umail.com, I encourage you to go over there and check it out. Now. I would like your feedback on this, whether you like it or not, or of any other technology topic. You can call toll free 1 866 TMP 2860 or email me using the contact form on the TaylorMark.com website. And I'm, I'm interested in what you have to say about email. I ran across it, I think it's quite interesting. The database is massive. You can get lost in choosing the voicemails, so let me know what you think. Good, bad, or otherwise. Send those comments in. And with that, that will wrap it up for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to TaylorMerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week.